<laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Football. Yep. How about sure that? Football. How about those birds? How, how about them birds? <laughs> well, it's very um, exciting. There's a lot less teams to bet on now in my family betting pool, so I can actually like think about them as opposed to just click the. Yeah, there's only eight now, right? Way. Yep. So only four games. Mm-hmm. Is that how football works? Yeah, because they're in the part where they decide mm-hmm. who goes to the big football, you mm-hmm. know, in the sky. <laughs> This, and get the superb owl when they start killing yeah. different quarterbacks. Yes, you know it's like the heavy side layer from Cats, but just for football. <laughs> That's why it's called the Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl of cream. Put you on a on a tire and float you up into football heaven. God, I didn't watch football. <laughs> Dame <laughs> Judy Dench stares you in the eyes, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> Cat is not a dog, <laughs> and this is the best football team. Congratulations! Do they get a they get a trophy? Yeah, they yeah. Get that yeah. How that works. It's called the Lombardi, the D Lombardi Trophy, named after the coach who won the first one. Oh, that's fun, Vince hmm. Lombardi. Did he get to help design it? No, I don't think so. There's this one uh, basketball trophy that looks like a basketball going into a garbage can. <laughs> I think I know which one you're referring to. <laughs> I've always wondered who designed that. I really like the Stanley Cup because it's just a big-ass cup. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes yes. sense, yeah. It's named after Mr. Stanley. Yes. I always thought it was named after Flat Stanley. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a children's book character. Don't I'm worry about very it. very lost. I'd like to believe it has something to do with hockey. Nope. This one, I think, was named after the first person to drink from a cup. <laughs> Stanley, Mr. Stanley, hence the Stanley Cups. Yeah, all all cups are actually what... Stanley Cups, um, but we just dropped the Stanley because it's too much, so we just refer to them as cups. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that so much. <laughs> and welcome back to the Seven Star of the Right Podcast. It's session fifty-eight. I need more alcohol in my Stanley Cup. <laughs> Can you grab me Phil, one of them? Can you go grab me one of them? Stanley's shaking his head. He does not like what's going on right now. <laughs> ten out of ten conversation, just like you want a short Stanley or a tall Stanley? <laughs> I'd like a tall Stanley, please. Tall Stanley to forget this conversation. All right, what do you guys remember from last session? Oh wait, also, how are you and all of that? Nonsense. We talked about that. <laughs> all right, what do you remember from last doing session? All right, <laughs> never mind then. <laughs> I'm glad to hear you're doing all right, Kirsten. Thank you, Jeff. I got to scroll past all of my things to keep in mind on the back burner to figure out what we've got too many. Got a lot of of strands going in different directions. Got to start tying some of those up, Jeff, as a storyteller. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We we technically own one of them X-Wing ships. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it's all. under a bunch of branches somewhere. Oh, no, we sent the bear guy to go fly it around just oh. in case, remember? He's not coming for us when things get bad, is he? No, no, no. That, uh, <laughs> we're, we're all my NPCs. It's, um, <laughs> not, it's not Zuri. It's Volker. Volker's the one who... No, no, no. Volker drove us here. I specifically asked Barry, maybe just like in case shit goes wrong, be near the planet. They, but they're using to... that to, oh, to are they? visit Atlas. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, how else are they going to get like... How are, we let know, them our car? <laughs> Did you give him? I don't think you gave them the car. I no. think you're just like, they'll find their own way. Hmm. Fair enough. At least that's how I remember it, because I wanted you to be at that meeting for 
unimportant reasons. reasons. Fair enough. Um, okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> that's it. All so, right, that, that, la- yeah. So last time, yes. What, let me see how, how many things I can actually get correctly yeah, for yeah. once. So Ernst was was tied up. We left Alex and three and four there, and then the rest of us went into the the tunnels to try and find the ID badge. We sneaked sneaked real good. Micah did some telekinesis, and we stole the badge. And we came back while Ernst uh, woke up and tried to do murder with his <laughs> poison knife. And he did not succeed. And then we would have killed him, but then we didn't. And now we're going up the elevator. Yeah. Is that about right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you guys were about to, to just leave him there. And then someone said something along the lines of, are we going to do something about that? And then Alex was like, why do you have to point well, that no, out? Now we obviously have to help him. Can't just leave him to die. It's like how Argos isn't there until somebody is like, oh, <laughs> you have a dog with you. Argos is not here because you never bring him along. Yeah, because he's a dog. He's a dog. <laughs> Dogs can do That's things. you think. Um, no. Yeah, I think that's no. mostly what I had in my no. notes as well. I had uh, Ernst got out, but got, and I had killed, and then I erased that and written, wrote in, uh, knocked out, underlined. You want to take that again? Also, <laughs> yeah. I cannot follow what happened. I was yeah. there. Yes. I can retake that if you'd like. He's alive. Ernst got out, but got killed, and then I erased that and mm-hmm. then crossed that out and... Uh, Type, right, typed, wrote, oh, <laughs> oh my God. this is, be a good one this right is now. the worst game of Mad Libs. <laughs> <laughs> he got knocked out. He's not dead. Yeah, that's right. Although we, you were going to leave him for dead for a, a moment there. Yeah, we tied him up again. Oh, and we stole his knife arm, so he can't just do that same thing. <laughs> yeah. His arm. <laughs> uh, but not his eyes. I we, wanted we, to. We stopped at his eyes. <laughs> um, Words to live by. There was a really fun <laughs> encounter that you guys just, uh, I let you skip right by, which is great. Awesome. Sorry. Love it. <laughs> just Not very skin everything and then have it appear later. <laughs> it's all robots now. Interesting room with the rickety support schemes that you've never seen before. <laughs> there's, still a, there's still an ID card on the table. Damn it! <laughs> wow, it's crazy how this staircase led down into the mines. <laughs> um, and so you guys... Tap that ID card on that console called the elevator. It came. You guys got on it. It's not like a, a standard elevator that just goes up and down. It's actually more of like a rail system, but still within like the, the cube sort of housing that you guys are in. It goes sideways? It goes up and then it goes sideways. You asked us. It, it also goes to multiple places, but you asked us very politely to not go to those places, which I think I, 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 I started describing all of the other places that you could mm-hmm. go. Yes. I have <laughs> a question. You have your hand up. What was that? Does the elevator also go on diagonals or is it just like a, a boring old grid? Let's not get crazy <laughs> here. It's the future. Yeah, it goes on some yes. diagonals. What is a diagonal yes. but going up and to the side really fast? Comparatively <laughs> to itself, it goes on diagonals. It's not completely I was talking more philosophically. I, yeah. How fast does it go, Anyway. Jeff? Quite fast. Um, cool. Not enough that you need to uh, sit down or get strapped in, but there are uh, little places where you can hold on to that Claire, at the very least, does grab a hold on to. 
Um, and I did describe, and I, I can describe those again, but as you go up, you, you're seeing a lot of these uh, different uh, abandoned mines here and there, probably because uh, the all of the resources have been taken out of them, just leaving um, a bunch, uh, just effectively a hole in the ground with a bunch of tunnels. Um, the lights are off there, here and there. Um, so you can go down there, uh, but there wouldn't be anything to find, and you have other places to go, so don't make me try and figure out how to do that. Anyway... As you're going along this this quite long rail ride, for for lack of a better word, can I have everyone make a wisdom nose check, please? No. 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 Don't want to. You know, give me give me this one. Come on, look at this. I don't need to roll a third to drop the lowest. <laughs> uh, fourteen. Nine. Seven. Alex, with your eagle eyes, you have you don't have glasses. David, you have glasses, but David has glasses. <laughs> Alex, uh, Alex does We wear made glasses, character no. models. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he that doesn't Alex mean, yeah. does wear contacts. Oh, oh all right. nice. Are they the color changing ones or just like normal? No, no. Okay. In fact, they make his vision worse. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise he'd see too much. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't think he deserves it. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, with your with your eagle eyes, as um, through your contact lenses that are now canon, um, you see uh, a couple of those compliance headwears just running along on various uh, surfaces. There's some on like this crag wall that you guys are uh, apart from, but it, they're probably about 20, 30 yards away. But you see one, and then you see another one, and then there's another. Some of them seem to be running along with this uh, cart, but the elevator is going a lot faster than it. Um, they aren't able to keep up. But you're seeing there's quite a few of these things around here and there. Nature is incredible. <laughs> uh, th- yeah. I kind of like will point them out as we pass. Like this. Oh, wait, no. Did you see that one? There was. There's a couple more up there. There's like a group. Um, I guess they're just kind of roaming, which is odd. Um, great. Are they patrolling. We should probably get helmets for people. I feel like I feel like we should get helmets for people. It's not a bad idea. Hmm. In the meantime, everybody, put on your your already dead ones. <laughs> Try and uh, blend in. Blend yeah. in. I was thinking. I was thinking less about trying to trick them and more about it might be slightly harder for a crab to come down and clamp itself to your forehead if there's already a crab there. Right. The, the only thing is, you're kind of just balancing them on top of your head. I've got rope. You- <laughs> oh, so you literally- <laughs> just tie it to like, your as, head. as like a chin strap. Yeah. You just tie it to your head. Yeah. You know what? That's not the worst idea. <laughs> Rope is very versatile. My rope's already been cut once. So. so are you guys actually taking these four along with you? I figured you you left them at the mining operation when you went up. Are you bringing the... Did you bring those? I was kind of assuming we had them in our possession unless anybody said we specifically don't. The spoils of war. All right. Well, <laughs> what if there's sure more elephants, your... Jeff? Uh, yeah. Do we actually want to talk... Uh... It'd be like an encumbrance each, I would say. Okay. I do not actually have one. Okay. Then everyone else who has one, which I think is all of the 
people yeah. and yeah. not say it robots hey nona <laughs> do you want to carry a crab uh, okay thank I you can make that claire and red can, can carry their like crabs me. uh and i guess are, are is this what is happening are you guys tying the crabs to your head <laughs> oh, does, i just you wanted know, to suggest it. it i think it's, I a, think good it's a good idea, idea. <laughs> will it give us any would we expect it to give us any actual protection against attack crabs <laughs> they'd have to get through their brethren <laughs> we have some science let's, to do you know i don't care jeff don't even answer I, let's do it <laughs> okay all right this is this is this happening is only one way to find no, out yeah. um also i do technically have ernst poison's poison knife yes. how heavy is that is that uh, also another one? encumbrance yeah. okay i am i believe close to my max so it's one encumbrance plus the guilt of having taken his hand <laughs> That, that part doesn't bother me. He also had like a submachine gun in there, I think, or something along those lines. I did not or take like a that. machine pistol. All right. But you, you removed it. I think and we like, it. yeah. In general, we've been mostly just breaking guns. Yeah. Um, okay. I can't. Wait, I can't carry the robot helmet for you if you're wearing it on your head, though. That's true. Because it costs <laughs> an encumbrance. Uh, I can carry something else for you. Um. Do you want... Uh, you probably shouldn't have a demo charge. Have this other grenade I have. Sure. <laughs> thing is, I would assume the combat gear that at the very least Claire and Alex are wearing came with helmets. Okay. Like, I would assume it, it's like an entire thing. Just like That's in D&D. completely fine. So it's probably better. Like, their their helmets are probably better than... Uh, it's fine. Does I'll, anybody I'll, like, else I'll have lie. helmets? Like, it's called I fashion, just, I'm just trying to... Micah, put... Micah does definitely not wear a helmet. That's true. Yeah, so... Um, put, Red uh, does not because he's cool like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep the target open. <laughs> free of protection. Please land on my head. You ever see All Quiet on the Western Front? <laughs> So you guys fashion yourselves some makeshift helmets if people do not have helmets. Mm-hmm. And you you notice that eventually you seem to be getting closer to what a lot of these, these rail systems seems to start feeding upwards. And you do start traveling more and more upwards as opposed to uh, diagonally or parallel to the ground itself. When that starts to happen you see more and more of these compliance headwear lining the sides of the walls that you guys are starting to go up. And one here and there starts to jump into the little uh, contained area that you are. Um, but you quickly dispatch of it. Kick it. <laughs> you kick it, you Does smash it. it. We, we've got an open top on this elevator as well. Oh yeah, this is like an open sort of freight elevator. There's mm-hmm. you're kind of got caged elements to it, but they're able to slip in between um, the pieces here and there. Um, and they were acting hostile toward us, but yes. we can just kind of kick them. Or they're like, "Welcome, <laughs> well, well, this is, you welcome know, to our one, kingdom." Maybe so they're just like, "Excuse me, the eight of you guys." One of them jumping in. Uh, when you see it, it, it's pretty easy to take care of. They have pretty low AC, so I'm not even going to deal with that. Would you like but... to buy some Thin Mints? <laughs> I would like to potentially figure out a way to close the hole that it's coming in, it, it, right? It's not... This is an open sort of Yeah, do we have system. any ability to block that is what I'm saying. Does anybody have stuff? That if it's just like... I'm... 
looking at the person with the psychic ability. I'm not sure what you're asking of me. I don't. Do you have the ability to make a psychic wall? Do you have psychic roof? No. <laughs> you psychic roof. I do. Please I close cannot... the psychic sunroof. I cannot exactly. cast psychic roof. I'm can, sorry. No can you can you All manifest right, fine. roof? Fine. Let's do this. All right. So more and more of them are getting in here and there. You're able to take care of them. Is there anything else immediately that you're going to do before I say the next thing that I'm going to say? This never would have happened if we had just gone to dig site Omicron. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's probably, well, no, it would have eventually happened. Um, I bet if we'd, if we'd helped out the the torque, he would have, <laughs> he would have had a roof. So these are starting to amass in the center of, uh, or not the center. You guys are probably in the center on the edges of the the elevator. Can I ask what you guys are currently? Where are you? Are you just in the center? Or are you pushing up against the back of this elevator? Well, is the back also open? Could they just as easily crawl in from there, or not? they seem to be mostly coming in on one side? I'd probably stay toward the middle. All right, Mike is staying towards the middle. Yeah. I think I've got uh, four pretty much constantly. Sh- Actually, probably both uh, guys pretty much constantly shooting at this point. Oh, no. You know what? Two of them constantly shooting. One of them is just throwing the corpses over so we don't hit mm-hmm. the elevator limit because I've played video <laughs> games before. And so as you guys are preparing... This, it started just as one, two here and there, but now it is starting to form a mass, almost like a writhing mass where they just keep falling in. Some of them are turned over and like doing the little turtle thing. Some of them are falling over one, but it is a mass. And what would some could consider a swarm of compliance headwear? I've made a thing. Yes. Roll for initiative. Also, we're going to pause. Okay. <laughs> We've been overwhelmed. Uh, we're dead now. <laughs> the, the wonder depth's like, no, you can't make a roof. <laughs> you don't have roof powers. <laughs> because I want this combat. <laughs> so there's not really much to describe here other than the fact that in the corner is a white pawn that um, has a couple of these hexagons underneath it, uh, meant to show that it's taking up uh, more area than what the pawn itself looks like. So effectively, I'm controlling this thing as a swarm. There aren't rules in the the system to to take care of it, so I'm going to be doing a lot of things by the seat of my pants right now. But uh, effectively, it is just a mass of these things Mm. that is uh, crawling out and crawling towards people. You could infer by the fact that when it takes its turn, that it will likely attack everyone within the radius of what I've placed out in front of you. So it's not going to attack as like a single person. It's going to swarm a bunch of people and then attack. And as you deal damage to this, Less of it will be able to, you know, do that, if that makes sense. Yep. It'll get smaller. It'll get smaller. Mm. And right now it is taking about a quarter of this this entire elevator. Yeah. Yeah. The action economy. I figured out how to deal with it. Amazing. (laughs) The action economy is in shambles. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. So I'm going to need everyone's uh, initiative in a moment. Um, I'm going to do that. There it's okay. You have to roll for there. each helmet, right? Yep. For each, mm -hmm. for each helmet. Well, they, they rolled very, very poorly. So did Claire and red. Um, what can I get? Um, anything that's uh, eight or above between five and seven. Okay. That's everyone. That's a seven for Micah. That's a five for Nona and a five for Alex. Thank you guys for doing this during a, a, a um, in an audio medium, putting up the, the number of fig fingers. That was very helpful. Uh, between <laughs> between the two of Nona and Alex, who has the higher decks? Nona. Yeah. I have a zero. Cool. And Nona, Alex, and then Claire, then Red, and then my monsters. They, they roll very bad on the initiative. They swarm. Make my monster swarm. <laughs> All right. The first up is Micah. What do you want to do, Micah? All right. So we've got a mass of these things that is just like creeping over the edge of the elevator. Effectively, what we're yes. And dropping into the elevator itself. And just kind of like landing in this space that I'm the closest one to them right now, by the way, we have things laid out. Yeah, yeah we can describe a little bit. Right now they're in a corner. You have, um, no, you have uh, the orange one and the yellow one who are, I assume, four and two? No, uh, orange is one um okay, and that Juan, is closest Juan the and... the idea was before we sort of got overwhelmed and went into combat as we were killing individual ones Juan was sort of in charge of checking the bodies over out of okay. the thing so one would have ended up closest to all of them and then yellow right there is number two okay Juan and two and then so on the other side is four that's correct in the middle of the four of you is red <laughs> <laughs> protect, reasons. protect the boy. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about protect it. It's the fun. boy. Um, and then Claire is behind Micah along with Alex, and then farthest away uh, out of the four of you is Nona. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Micah. Okay. I'm going to uh reach out in front of me and make energy flare in the 10 meter diameter circle in front of me. I'm going to use slip field. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> so your swarm fall down. Yeah, has to make an evasion save. Does this does this affect non biological things? Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's friction. Does it stand using friction? I see. Yeah. It's well. Some people just <laughs> when they save against it, it doesn't work against them. So I I don't yeah. know exactly what it's. They basically like to be keep doing. their footing. This, but this specifically like works against vehicles too. So I would. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. If it's a if it works against a vehicle. Uh, okay. Also, we used it on the creepy scorpion things way back. This thing way does back. not Remember? have good saves because it is just a mass. It is not a single thing trying to. It did not save. It rolled a one. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it just plays out more. Curious how, the elevator how this works. But yeah, so they slash it uh, become prone and they can't stand up or move more than one meter per move action while they're inside the radius. Okay, and the, the radius of this thing is? 10 meters diameter, which so is so five meters so, radius. Okay. Yeah, so, so in it's that square. The entire quarter... Of the elevator that they're taking up, I'm filling with. Slip. Okay, so it. Okay, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> it can move. <laughs> I mean, it can move very slowly. <laughs> no, Jeff. <laughs> no, Jeff is stuck. Now we leave. <laughs> These are our rules now. 
We only I, have a minimal understanding. Uh, <laughs> all right, so it's going to have a little bit of difficulty moving. Nona, it's now your go. Oh, hey, cool. In that case, I'm going to have my robots probably go before me um, with just the order of attack those things and Mm -hmm. kind of leaving it up to them. My understanding would be that black on the black piece only having uh, a gun would use a gun. Uh, The orange one being as close would auto stun. It's fine. Just use whatever you want. There's a lot of these things. It will try and kill these things. Yep. Pretty much. Okay. So roll all of your attack dice. You'll be surprised to hear that um, this thing is not the hardest to hit since you just need to fire at the center of its mass. There's so much of it. This is not, I'm not necessarily worried about it. This is literally trying to hit the broad side of a barn. (laughs) Yes. Very good. Um, yes, so that, that, that. Okay, uh, Juan, for some reason, misses. That is a three to hit. Um, three does not hit. I, three misses the broad side of a bar. Three misses the broad side of a bar, which is especially embarrassing for him because he's using a stun baton. Um, so that's bad. Um, I've got a... He, like, flicks it out to try and look cool and it gets stuck in the elevator. For what it's worth, if it's a melee attack, it gets plus two because the thing's prone. <laughs> That's fair. Does a five hit, Jeff? No. Okay, cool. Um, Also, I don't know exactly. Swarms are weird, so you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, um, Okay. uh, Then I got nine and a 17. Uh, The nine and the 17 hit. Okay, then it is going to take. uh, That's 11 from Yellow Bot and seven from. Oh, my Lord. Um. And then I'm going to go. And I'm going to shoot at things um, with my mag rifle. Um, this is two-handed. You're raising so your hand. I'm ra- j- just. I think maybe this is good to clarify or not now because, like, it sort of matters. Like, does prone the way it normally works affect this thing at all? Because that would like impose, like, making it harder to hit from ranged weapons. I, I just. Do we just want to do like the I think it's just thing? it's moving slower. I, it's not cool, cool. unfortunately I don't think it it really makes sense for it to be prone because it is literally just a bunch of these things stacked on half each other. Half of them already started <laughs> so off as prone. Half of them yeah. already kind of started how they off are. as prone. <laughs> Wait, I didn't realize it was just like a cube of them. No, it's not a cube. It's just like they're literally like they're crawling in. over each other. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that that's reasonable. A 13 hit. 13 hits. Yep. Um, and These uh, things really needed to go early before <laughs> for them to be useful. <laughs> oh, 18 damage. <laughs> for those right. of you who don't just visibly winced, I'm quite proud of my roll. Let out a little gasp. <laughs> what? What are you rolling? Uh, well, two d plus uh, four. All right. Uh, I'm I just, did, I'm it stop did go well. That was so. That was eighteen <laughs> from you, and then also seven, eight. No, also eighteen from your your robots. Two, yeah. yeah. 
Okay. All right. That's this is for Thursday. Audience at home, I have a feeling my robots aren't going to make it much longer. The uh, the robot uh, the the swarm has visibly decreased <laughs> from the barrage that it has uh, received. Uh, so much so, in fact, that it no longer takes up a ten meter radius. Oh God, it's oh, crying. Um, Alex, it's your go. All right. I'm going to drop back kind of this way. Let's say mm-hmm. that that's 10 ish meters. Um, and I will shoot it with a gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Five. Five does not hit. I missed. <laughs> well, I, I swear there was one right there. <laughs> when I started, there was one. Uh, Claire's going to attack now. Uh, she hits. Claire does six damage. Uh, Red is now going to attack with his mag pistol. And he hits. And I'm... Oh, my lord. (laughs) That's another 12 damage. Oh, this was fast, huh? All right. Now it's the swarm's turn. And it is... So I'm going... It it does a thing at a half of health and then the fourth of health. And I think it's at... It's going to do both no, of those No, it's just about four, a fourth of health. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to, well, it can't really move. So it's going <laughs> to creep forward and engulf Micah a little bit. Uh, I think that's all that it can do. It can do that really with one do. meter. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I, you were standing right I, next no, no, to no, it. No, 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 no. I, I was kind to, of hoping to, it'd go Totally fair. Um, it, <laughs> Your rules are bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How dare you immediately kill my, my cool thing? Um, and it... <laughs> <laughs> just lie to us just lie to us. it's fine D- does does a 10 hit <laughs> let me check uh no Jeff you're off script <laughs> alright it's Micah's turn Micah you are now crawling within these things they're all kind of jumping on on top of you but your uh your 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 armor is pretty good uh <laughs> and you're wearing a bucket helmet <laughs> you're wearing a bucket Thank on God. your head <laughs> It's really the bucket that's saving you right now, right? Uh, all right. I'm going to switch my gun out for my telekinetic eye beam, and I'm going to do like a hero spin attack to just whack all the ones that are all over me. Yep. You can do that. Uh, 15. Uh, 15 does hit. It's cocked. Four damage. That's, that's not as bad. That is not as much as 36 damage. <laughs> uh, oh, no. No, not your toe. <laughs> Roll all the dice. Just just, just kill them. Just kill them now. Oh, uh, we didn't actually just kill them. Um, Let me see. I had this dice assigned to you. You miss again. Assigned to you. I don't think a seven hits, does it? Oh, a seven does not hit. All right. Then all of my robots miss. Oh. It has an AC of eight. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Alex. Wait, no, I get to go. Oh, now no one gets to go. Now I get to shoot. Now I Nona actually have a good. With her, with her, with her oh, good we'll gun. Uh, that is a 14. 14 does hit. Cool. And comes another 18 damage. Oh my God, yeah, actually, yes. All right. A total of 18? Yeah. I rolled the exact same thing I rolled last time, which was an eight and a five. Wonderful. Yeah, well. Wonderful, wonderful. All right then, cool. Um, it's it's down to a fourth of its health, so it's 
<laughs> Help me. It's baby size. Help me. We've killed the baby before we could do this. And now it doesn't really have reach. Um, it can only hit like one target now. Alrighty then. Uh Alex. I'm gonna hit it. All right. <laughs> You're gonna try. Seven. Does not hit. All right. Claire hits it. It's it's, it's probably dead. No, not yet. <laughs> red. Oh yeah, red also hits it. It's dead. <laughs> it's 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 just it's dead. Kick it. <laughs> Well, now you just have a whole... Now, you don't have to carry them with you. (laughs) Hooray! You can make as many helmets as we want. You can make as many helmets as you want. Actually, that might not be a terrible... It got off one attack. Cool. (laughs) That might not be a terrible plan. We might desire to do that. You can always use more. Awesome. Yeah. Um... Cool. All right. So that happens. Let's call this for free. (laughs) (laughs) Well, while Jeff recovers... (laughs) <laughs> Emotionally, <laughs> it's great. It was a really, it was a really good encounter. I like. <laughs> if it, you know, if it, it just rolled a little no, bit a great better. Idea, Jeff. If it just rolled a little bit better initiative, it could have like engulfed like three or four people, and then th- like two of them might have had like those things on their head dealing two d six, and it would have been very scary. Mm-hmm. Even though anyone could really hit it, and I wanted it. I wanted to try and, you know, balance the action economy, and instead it just died, <laughs> which is cool. It's cool. It's neat. All right, cool. There so you are. guys are re- riding this elevator. I'm like, that was pretty chill. That wasn't so bad. Um, let me get back to my notes. I am actually going to go through what I assume to be the pile of robot bodies and find the ones in the best condition and be like, hey, maybe there's more elephants and just like. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah, no. Sure. I'll help with that. Turn these into things. Disguises for all of us. I get one too. I don't think the robots get one. I don't think there's any disguising the robots. All right. So after that encounter, the elevator continues taking you up, up, and up until you reach what seems to be like the inside of, you know, a, a building almost. It's it's less open now, although the there's still that cage sort of element of this, this elevator car that you were riding. You are now, like the walls are up against, these metallic walls are up against the, um, the sides. You can't really see out into um, the rail system that took you to like the rest of the, the mines. And the doors, ding, open up. A small pile of those (laughs) (laughs) dead robots just fall out out of the door. We've been standing ankle deep (laughs) in them in silence for this entire elevator ride. Yep. It was near the end. Um, But as you step out into this large uh, area, you find yourself in what almost appears to be some kind of open control center you see similar doors to the one that you just came out of likely other elevators um, dotting the walls of this this facility and in the middle of this hub is a multiple story control tower almost with glass overlooking everything and additionally Along the walls are 
these large glass windows that allow you to look out to see this massive mining operation, railways, conveyor belts full of materials, large machines all operational and running to and fro. You see a couple of other places before you are allowed to interact with things. Apologies. (laughs) Um, Following the conveyor belts that are moving, uh, you see a large uh, double metallic door. A red-hot glow comes from the small window panes that are built into its thick body. And then additionally, you see a poorly lit passage away from the whole mining production. It's semi-reminiscent of the tunnels that you saw in the underbelly of Nova Voxus. There are, as far as you can tell, no Wycliffe employees, no figures. This seems to be a mostly empty area. What do you do? All right. Any um, idea where we are? Do we have the map? So uh, Nona, having been mm-hmm. connected to Nova Voxus, would have a, a, an understanding a little bit of this part. This is part of the built megastructure. So there is a mining hub that yep. uh, you would assume that this probably is. It's connected to uh, probably a staging area as well as um, a smelting area. Okay. Next to the staging area is likely the way further up. And then the underbelly itself would probably be where the core itself lies. Now, you're not entirely sure what Wycliffe has done. There might be different, you know, passageways that are blocked or unblocked or have things in it. But the general schematics, you have a, a vague understanding. You don't necessarily need to go up anymore. Okay. Um are there any sort of terminal console things like that around in this area? There is one for every single elevator. Sure. Each of those still have the weird thing plugged into it. Exactly. Um, and there's additionally like you would there's possibly additional ones that might be in this this hub area, this this yeah the control tower that stands a couple stories tall. All right. Well, I think I vote we go there. <laughs> yeah, I'll have out the um the nano map to get a bit of a lay of the land, see what <clears throat> excuse me, what things might be different from Nona's expectations. But mm-hmm. otherwise, yeah, I'm fine going that direction. And I'd probably be standing next to you going, that's right, that's different. That's just sort of like pointing pointing out what may have been changed mm-hmm. yeah just to get a sense of like what are these people doing with this place yeah so are you guys going into the the hub itself yeah i think so mm-hmm. all right cool can i uh, uh, the same sort of order i would assume michael leading the way i think i'm actually closer to the front now because i'm looking at the map okay fair enough yeah so you find a, a couple of things in in this this several stories tall uh building it is completely empty as far as you can tell there's no skittering of these compliance headwear no hulking colors spelled c-u-l-l i wasn't gonna say anything I, you keep on going i I, I i heard the <laughs> the the audible sort of click in your mind And you see a mess of papers and desks, different mining schematics. Uh, You also see a whole wall of monitors of video feeds of the various uh, mining operations. 
most of which seem to be down at this point. Um, there are, or the very least, dark. But you do see that same area, in fact, that uh, you guys saw in in front of you. In fact, where the 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 security camera itself was that you saw overlooking the elevator. You see that camera feed. And again, it appears that uh, the the screamers, the space elephants, yeah. um, have returned with a couple of Wycliffe employees and are putting this, this ore onto these conveyor belts again, unloading. You don't see anything else. You don't see Ernst or any of the other robots that were with him. Um, Emmanuel, can we see that area? Uh, no. That, that that's um, you can't quite see that particular area. If I um, turned on more monitors, could I see that particular area? I believe when Alex took a look of the inside of that room, there weren't any security cameras within that. Red did, I think. Oh, is it red? I thought it was Alex, but yeah. The only security cameras were outside. So you can't actually see into the, the office Oh, yeah, itself. no, sorry. I was asking about the area that oh, Ernst, Emmanuel, or, Emmanuel was in. Yes. Emmanuel. I'm giving all of these these e names to you know give I don't know give a sense of continuity. Yeah. I've done it, and I've confused myself. Yes, no, Emmanuel. I want to check and see if he has noticed anything. No, he is still overseeing um, whatever uh, construction or repair of this particular area of the mine. The thing that, that we broke. Yes. Um, well, it, it appears that they've figured that out, but there's still a bunch of other things that need to be shorn up. Excellent. So going through all of this, you also notice that uh, there's a, a desk that uh, appears to be slightly ajar. The glint of something reflective and metallic can be seen. And yeah, there, there are some papers here and there that you can additionally read if you want. Um, at the center of uh, this, this whole hub, uh, you also notice that um, across from the wall of all of the monitors, another one of those consoles... Uh, with this laptop-sized device connected to it, sits in the center of that room. Do you guys want to interact with anything in here? Yes, so many things. What would you like to interact with? Well, um, I'll take a look at your shiny thing in the drawer first. Okay. You see a... Uh, you pull that out, and you notice that it's this, this flat cylinder, um, metallic in nature, uh, on one side appears to be some kind of strap that you would assume you fit your your forearm into. This is a force pavis. It's a uh, tech level five shield. There's more information in the uh, the rule book if you want it, but effectively it projects an energy that uh, in front of you from this this small uh, device that uh, increases your AC by some amount or gives you an AC if you did not already have it. Sure. Um, I don't know who's squishier, Alex or Claire, but Nona would probably know that. Um, so I will offer this to whoever that happens to be because I think I'm doing all right. Yeah, Alex already has a shield. Um, so if that's we wanted right, to you add do. it to Claire, that's, that's fine. Mm. Decking out the NPC. All right, cool. Yeah. Jeff, you gave us a child. We will protect her. 
Yeah, she's <laughs> she is quite well protected and well armed. I'll have you know. All right, you're in Claire the Force. Oh, my daughter killed. Claire's had in your helmet. It's a little, <laughs> oh, it's a little lopsided. No, it's yeah, all right. Yeah, no, yeah. solid. Yeah. How how does how does this this work? And she presses a button on it. <laughs> she like hits herself. <laughs> <laughs> hits herself right in the forehead. He's dead. Um, so giving the Force Pavis to Claire. Uh, Alex is keeping an eye on the monitors, trying to find like the room that we just came in, making sure that nobody's like following, no mobilizations. As as far as you can tell, there are no other elevators currently moving at all. You also have a, a couple of feeds into the the the, the smeltery, and you see uh, these big large. AIs, you're not entirely sure if they're expert systems or virtual intelligences, going along on these large grids back and forth, taking like molten metal from one vat and putting it into another or working these various machines along on a, a railway on the ceiling. So you see that as well. Is there any way to, or would it be useful at all to sort of sabotage the elevator now that we have ridden it here? Is there a way that we can sort of like fire lock it in place one so it doesn't leave without us, but two, anybody following us would find it a little bit harder to... You could probably do that from the console. Cool. Um, then I'm going to go to the console and I'm going to figure out now that we're not in a room with elephants what this thing is that is plugged in yeah. to it. Can you make a check? Yes. I would say intelligence program. Music to my ears. I'm sure it is. Watch me flub it. Get excited. Oh, oh maybe. Ten. So you, you turn this thing over and it is... A, it's very advanced. Mm-hmm. Um you can't make a, a ton of a heads or tails of it, but you do glean that it has some kind of receiver connected to it. Um, it's receiving commands and then inputting them directly into this console. But you additionally notice that there's some computing power within each of these devices as well. Mm-hmm. Possibly each one of these could be some kind of virtual intelligence without the means of communicating, but just focusing on these various aspects of Wycliffe. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's a bit of a black box. It is way more advanced than anything you have seen Wycliffe do so far, except for maybe the chips themselves that have been implanted within the, the brains it's 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 on that level of there's a bit of a mystique to this and mm-hmm. i don't really know where to start to even like understand what's happening here can i safely unplug the two from each other you can yeah all right i'm going to do that all right you have unplugged it great i plug myself into the console okay and again you feel this this feeling of uh greater than yourself. You have almost attached another limb to you. You see through these cameras as you would see through your own eyes. You're able to move these various elevators and machines as if they were your appendages. Um, And again, very easily, you just 
maybe put something here, something there that would uh, cause these elevators to um, seize up mm -hmm. if they were used. I would also Are there other things you would like to do. Yeah, I would like to actively sort of be searching for signs of another AI. Mm -hmm. um, when I was so I'm assuming that from here is not a place where one can control everything because that's in the center of the thing. Yep. But somebody at the center of the thing plugged into the the main should be able to see me now. Yes? No. Yes, theoretically. Okay. I am looking for signs of that. So you move a thing and you feel something on the other side. Mm -hmm. You can't quite fully grasp what it is, but you it, it's possible that it's overseen enough that it's not noticing this particular area because mm -hmm. this is a vast, vast system. But you, you move some things around, you touch some things, maybe only slightly move a camera to get a better look at a manual, mm -hmm. and then something has come back and moved it back. Mm -hmm. you can't fully comprehend the nature of it, but it's as if there was a twitch within your body itself. Um, you're not actively controlling it, but you can kind of feel it because it's within your, for lack of a better word, perception right now. Whereas you might feel like a twitch to it, but it's maybe ignoring you. It ha you haven't noticed it focuses attention on you specifically, but there appears to be something else moving things back and forth, back and forth. Do I have any sense just in my limited ability to feel this particular area of, basically I'm wondering whether it's better than me or not. Um, like, is it running things how I would, or am I getting that sense of like, you are doing similar, I'm looking for a similar feeling to like how, when we were watching the people try and fix the giant piston. And I was just like, no, if you're doing it wrong, it's mm -hmm. not how you're supposed to be doing that. I'm looking for a sense of, is this thing that is running this in over its head or is it operating exactly the way it's supposed to be. I think you'd have a better view of that if you had a broader view than what you have right now. Fair enough. As you are only getting glimpses of it here and there. It's not focusing too much, it seems, on this particular aspect. Um, but what it is doing, you don't have any necessary problems with it. Um, and it does appear to have an elevated sense of multitasking <laughs> yeah then you what you would assume uh, a human would be capable of but okay. that's all you can really glean uh, I, I should say a normal human maybe mm -hmm. some kind of augmented human could do something like this you're not entirely sure but okay. you would be pretty sure that like micah wouldn't be able to do what this thing is doing right now if okay. they if micah was at the the controls it would have to be sorry no offense taken. <laughs> alex offense wouldn't be able taken. to either but like yeah a, a non-augmented person seems this seems like a task that'd be too big for them all right i think i'm going to back off for now then and um go basically tell the others roughly what the situation is there um we can role play this if you would like for red, but the idea being I am, I've got my cyber arm. Yep. 
So That's I fine. am pretending he's, that he's, he's on the lookout uh, for things. <laughs> okay, got it. Cool. He's not a part of this conversation then. And I'm going to so I'm going to convey all of the things I just said and then end with also I think this laptop might have a being in it. Like what kind of be being and like a ghost? Potentially an AI of unknown intelligence. Hmm. The the work here is nothing I am familiar with, which means it it's probably Fairly advanced, um, yeah. like each of each of them, or just that one. I would suspect each of the laptop-like things that are plugged in. So the one running the elevator probably has one. I'm gonna pick up some loose papers off the table <laughs> and just see if there's anything that immediately explains things that would confuse Nona on them. Oh, yeah. Just complete shot in the dark. So you do read some things. Uh, nothing that immediately jumps out. There's no, no schematics as to what this particular black box is doing or what it is or why it's there. Um, what you do see is a, a bunch of information about where these different um, shipments are going to, uh, what you learn a little bit about, like the operation itself, it seems to have jumped up in uh, efficiency drastically over the past couple of months, which you've already understood a little bit. But you do make note of a couple of uh, destinations for these various supplies. Um, there do seem to be written in some kind of code. Um is that so? Yes. Um, so you see uh, BC dash CAS as uh, a, a big buyer. Additionally, there's OC dash Orsiame. Additionally, you see uh, DAIR dash Demos. And then uh, lastly, uh, one of the other largest buyers, but doesn't seem to have a uh, planet associated with it, is just. Terra. Okay. Do you need those again? Uh, yeah. Can we get just the? I'm uh, sure it's fine. <laughs> the the letters for Demos. D A I R. D A I R, and then nothing dash Terra or Terra dash nothing. Terra. Yeah, just Terra. You have problems, Kirsten? No. Okay. It's fine. Let's go. Cool. We're cool. Yeah. Um, Got something you well, want to say to me? <laughs> well, it doesn't look like there's anything here about the AIs, but I think I found some spots they're shipping to. I don't know what, what all these letters mean, but I mean, Cass is on here or Siam is on here. I'll, I'll show people the papers. They see the same yeah. things. Yeah. Cool. It's the uh, same paper over and over again. <laughs> In this in this particular universe, I forget. I know I've asked this before. Is Terra just Earth the now, or is do we know about Earth? Is that like is that are we supposed to know what Terra is besides the obvious? So you're all vaguely aware of the Terran mandate. Yes, mm -hmm. that's um, the obvious connection. And so there, try and think. You wouldn't be aware of the name of the original planet that humanity came from. 
Okay. Um, so like if we saw this basically and we knew about the Terran mandate, there's little there's not really another thing where we're like, oh, Terra, that's what the Terran mandate is named after. Maybe they're just shipping to that planet. It's pretty solidly this says Terra. It probably has something to do with that group. Um you're I don't necessarily could be an acronym. Yeah. Uh the extraterrestrials. <laughs> Is it you all don't caps? put the you, in you don't, acronym. Yeah, you don't. They can. They can do whatever they want. You could make the that. monsters. That, you could make that jump, mm-hmm. um, but it's not necessarily true. You haven't heard of a planet by the name of Terra. Sure. And, you know, it's also kind of just a name sometimes, but... Uh, you could assume that it's associated. Yeah, I guess like, I, there's nothing I think you can like glean based off of your background. I guess knowledge. my question is just more like, is this like the name Rachel? Where like you encounter it kind of everywhere, or is this like a very specific? Yes, it could be the Terran Mandate, but it could not be because that planet over there. It, it could be associated with it, but uh-huh. it, there's no like. It's also a name that people name things like i don't think that you can immediately say draw that that line based okay. off of your knowledge all right cool they chip uh, things places so yep that uh didn't explain anything useful let's carry it did, did you find anything else while you were poking around none or was it pretty much just you think there's something inside this laptop i told you all of the stuff yep. about the just like, the, everything about everything yep okie dokie then i'm an, a very open book when it comes to sharing information Fair. um yeah i kind of want to talk to the day i in the laptop or the entity in the laptop i don't know what actually things are labeled all right i mean as long as it's not going to trip some alarm hmm okay i think it can be probably fairly careful about this. So I've been carrying around for the longest time my black slab. Right. I'm wondering if there is any way for me to kind of perform a interception of the data because the whole idea is something is like beaming in, this thing is getting orders, and then it's trying to put them in the machine, but I unplugged it from the machine, right? Theoretically, yes. You, you, but that is what you have been able to glean. There yes. might be more to it than that, but you're not sure. I would like to see if I can, because it's like in the airwaves and stuff is happening wirelessly. I want to see if I can in, sort of intercept and passively listen in on the data stream going back and forth between this and whatever it's talking to. Uh, okay. This would take some time, I feel like. Are you willing to take that time? I mean, define some time. Are like we talking days? Order, no, I would say on the order of like 30 minutes to a couple of hours, hmm. depending on how well you roll. I don't know what else we're planning on doing, but I'm guessing that is not going to be a Keep in mind that, thing that people are willing to do. The fire fangs are continuously. I, I know. I guess <laughs> I get the subtle signal that you're sending that no, you no, don't I'm, want I'm me ju- to do I'm, this I'm, right now. No, no, I'm, I'm just saying that there is a bit of an expectation to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We won't do it. I'll take it with me, I guess. So, I mean, what we were intending to do for Nova Voxus is get to the core so that mm-hmm. we can open them up, right? That is correct. So 
yeah, maybe it's best to try and head in that direction. You can take the thing with you, right? Like, yeah, check it I out think later. so. Yeah. Yep. So right. maybe let's do it. Do it like that. Maybe try and talk to it or intercept it later. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Cool. So uh, where are we heading next? Did we get a sense where the core is? Uh, yeah. I mean, because it's the same layout as Nova Voxes, right? Mm-hmm. And that is vaguely where we're trying to head. I think that was the idea and why I was sort of trying to steer with the map. Yeah. Yeah. You're not entirely sure though. the way the, the fastest way would probably be to through the poorly lit tunnels. Um, you're not entirely, they're a little bit maze-like in, in structure, both on Nova Voxus and you would assume on Wycliffe as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's additionally off to the side nearby rooms of the, the smeltery, which uh, Alex got a glimpse of, um, which appears to be through those double double metal doors, as well as the production staging area, which goes up to the greater part of, of Wycliffe. But the best bet would probably be through the, um, the maze-like corridors of the underbelly. Having interacted with Nova Voxus, do I have, assuming they are roughly the same and that one is not just making a maze for the sake of making a maze in the middle of a city, um, would I have any sense of how to get through this? You are semi-confident. Barring major changes, you could probably get you there in a certain amount of time if it's possible you could get a little bit lost. Um, it's a lot to keep in your head at once. Okay. But it's possible. Can I obtain any sort of map from the console? Um, from the, the mining con- mining hub console? Yes. It doesn't seem to... It seems to be... It is a control center of sorts, but it is still an appendage that is not necessarily connected to... Um, anything that might be controlled within the uh, the labyrinthian tunnels. Okay. Well, I mean, between what you know about Nova Voxus, at least, and the the nanite map we've got, I bet we can make it through there. At the very sure. least, we can make it back here, yeah. Yes. All right. Let's try the curvy but more straightforward path. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So you guys leave this mining hub and you head towards this uh, poorly lit and twisting passageway. Nona, can I, are you the one leading the way? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um, Can I have you make, what's the best way to do this? It would probably be an intelligence no check. Sure. To like remember... The pathway. That is an eight. Okay. So semi-confident. Sure. Uh, there are a couple of instances where you get turned around. Um, either because it's just hard to keep all of these, these nodes and offshoots in your mind. Or there is a couple of occasions where there's just a bunch of pipes and wires in the way that you don't know necessarily you could get through uh, in any reasonable amount of time. I would actively like to be recording this path yep. that we are taking in case we need to get back along it in a hurry, whether it be in a 
old-fashioned notebook sense or something else. Mm-hmm. And that is something that the Nanite uh, surveyor is doing very well. In fact, you don't double back on yourselves oh, at all. There are a couple of times where no, and you're like, I'm not sure where we go. And Mike was like, it looks like we've already went down this way. And so you okay. go the, the correct way this time. So it's, it. you make mistakes occasionally, but you don't make those same mistakes again. You do make pretty consistent progress. You do reach an area that uh, has... Uh, almost like a, a crossroads feeling to it. Um, there is a poorly lit informational plaque that points in several directions, mining hub, production staging site slash elevator, and then facility core. I assume you continued your way towards the facility core. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, sorry. This might've been something better to ask in the monitors, but mm-hmm. did we see any like living humanoid things moving around there or was everything like a a drone anything that we did see was like a drone carried by the crabs um in the mining operation and the glimpse that you had of the smelting part you did not see any non-controlled humans you saw some wickliffe employees with the compliance headwear here and there but no one without one of those headpieces. And the people we did see were like in the mines, you're Mostly saying? in the mines, yes. Okay, so this area should be relatively... As far as you can tell, yes. Great. One thing that as you follow the direction of the facility core is in the distance, there is a, a turn of, of this particular pathway. And in the distance, you hear this distinctive sound of heavy metal feet against flooring and also the sloshing of some kind of viscous liquid. Um, Mm. Can you guys make a wisdom notice check for me, please? Seven. Six. Ten. Okay. Alex... You think that there are probably about three of these things. The three sets of footsteps coming this way. Uh, There's probably three sets of those uh, recyclotrons we saw before. Shouldn't be too bad as long as we keep the distance on them. Uh, Should we set up here? What's the... I would um, be a fan of avoiding them if possible. We've been mapping this out. Can we go down a dead end somewhere and assuming they're going for one of the other areas and not just getting lost in here? Yeah. Are there any turnoffs or is it like a long hallway to the turn that they're coming down? There are a couple of of, of turnoffs. You would probably have to double back on yourself a little bit and then maybe go down a, a dead end and hope that they don't come along with. But... Yeah, you can absolutely do that. I'd be a fan of trying that. It's no worse than us just standing here and fighting them, correct? Mm, well, this, there's a difference between an ambush and letting them get closer. But if mm. we doubled back a bit of a way and aren't just like at the end of the corner, um, but go down like another hallway if they turn that one, we can open fire. Um, so yeah, let's let's do that. Cool. Okay. 
So what the exact plan is going over? We're going to backtrack slightly and then find an area that turns ideally down a relatively area long that we hallway. know. Yeah. And an area we know that doesn't lead to like everything else. Yep. And so if they hear us or if they happen to round that corner towards us, we will engage. And otherwise we are hoping to go unnoticed and let them pass us by. Okay. Can I get a stealth? Oh, there's a sneak. sneak. Yeah, sneak, dexterity, or intelligence. Whichever one is better since you guys are kind of you know, doing this smartly. Ten. Seven. Ten. Okay. So you guys find your way down an offshoot that you can go a little bit into... Um, one of the the dead ends that you found earlier and you sit and you wait you hear the the same sort of rhythmic thunk thunk as it appears that there are less in number now perhaps they split down other areas alex you're only able to make out one set of foot uh, footsteps now but appears to be dragging this the the monoblade that it has attached to itself along the ground itself adding a little bit of a as it rhythmically walks by and it gets louder and louder until you see like this faint sickly glow from around the corner as it continues on its way further into the maze you guys hold your breath for a moment and the stomping slows and quiets until you can't make it out anymore all right back on track then cool all right i'm gonna peek around the corner to where it seems to have gone to just Visual scan, see if you come face to face. <laughs> yeah, if I see anything down that way, uh, you don't see it. You you also give it a good amount of time before right. it is out of earshot and eyeshot. Um, but you don't hear or see anything. But we have right. pretty good confidence that it didn't do that thing where it stomped really heavy and then it snuck <laughs> to try and no, make sure yeah. its it, footsteps it, it, were going off and then it just stood there waiting. You are, you are all nearly positive that it did not know that you guys were there. So come back and be like, oh no, I forgot my cleaver. <laughs> <laughs> it was my favorite one given to me on my birthday. Jeff writes down cleaver. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep on going. So you guys continue making your way through this labyrinth until you finally reach what is referred to as facility core. And immediately you're given uh, deja vu to when you were in Nova Voxis, same doorway, same plaque almost, but the door is closed. What do you guys do? We open the door. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Is there? Is it? It's just a solid metal door. There's not like a window or anything. Nope, it's just a solid metal door. Okay. Is there a, a a pad of any kind, or it's just a a door with a handle? It's just a door with a handle. Are you oh, sure this no. isn't a wall? <laughs> <laughs> You're describing as a wall. Yeah, clearly. 
All right. I would like to open the door. I'm going to reach out to open the door. And if nobody stops me, I'm going to open the door. I'll have my gun trained on the door from behind her. That'll work. You open up the door, ready to attack anything that might be immediately coming out. And you find that the room is empty. You make your way in and it is stroke for stroke, almost the exact same room that you saw in Nova Voxus with the shattered AI core. You see a large circular room with various monitors lining the walls, a domed ceiling hosting a myriad of broken cables and pipes. Sitting in the center of this room sits a large console with scaffolding around it. The broken AI core seems to have been put pushed to the side in a little um, container. Um, and in the console itself where the true AI core once stood, sits another one of these lab so- laptop sized devices plugged into it. Oh God, they discovered cloud computing. <laughs> um, okay, so... I can do the same thing I did for the other one. Can USB safely eject hardware and then I can just be in there. Is this... Is this one any more important than the other ones? Do you like unplug it and then all the lights turn off? It'd be a good signal. Um, I will check that. I will investigate the laptop and how it is interacting with whatever it is plugged into. Very similarly to the one that was plugged into the mining hub. It appears to be set up no differently. I convey this information. Okay. Well, all right. I mean, we can try this then. I'm just worried that this isn't actually the core anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It was too easy. Uh, All right. All right. We're going to safely eject USB drive. Okay. You you remove that Mm -hmm. as well. When you remove that, there almost seems to be like just a a general powering down. Mm -hmm. Just there was this hum that you didn't really even notice was there while you were in the core. Probably just, you know, electricity running back and forth, slight vibrations here and there, something running fans. And when you pull it out, it just seems to get deathly quiet. As soon as that, like, if I hear the powering down, I'm going to plug into the thing myself. All right. And you do so. And it's like, oh, that was a load-bearing life. What the- and you hear the buzz uh immediately start to pick back up as Mm -hmm. nona plugs in nona again it's even bigger than before so much so that you need to like split your your consciousness Mm -hmm. to to focus on all of these different areas at once Uh, um when this happened uh sorry to interrupt but mm -hmm. alex so like gesture towards red and be like okay let's let's watch the door um yeah. if this is this might be this might be a big thing okay nona i hope you're, you're doing something good <laughs> all right um and we i want to watch the door really closely yep um i assume everyone else is going to be following suit to some extent i'm going to keep an eye on nona and I guess, like, be scanning the rest of the room if there are, like, I don't know, pipes on the ceiling or how this place is exactly laid out. All right. 
I just checked my split focus with my current level. I have the equivalent of 15 people's worth of attention. Is that enough to run this facility? Uh, One for every 60 floors. <laughs> Not actually all at once. Fantastic. Uh, okay. that there, you, you feel like you feel like you can touch all of these various things, but there's only so much that you can do. It would almost be as if you couldn't clench both of your hands at once. You could only ever clench one of them. Mm -hmm. There was just, you lack just a fine enough tool of control. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to open the doors. Yes. So that is what you, you um, are supposed to do. Yeah. So you take a look at like the, the courtyard and all of this, and you notice that there are just the walls themselves appear to be marred with fire and soot from the bombardment. And you start to open up the doors and you take almost like a little bit of a, a gander out into the, the, the near nearby um, planes that uh, the, the front of that is in the front of Wycliffe and you see some kind of commotion happening. Mm -hmm. Um, you see uh, fire fangs fighting other fire fangs. You see compliance headwear on some of the various uh, ursum that joined the mercenary. And it's just kind of bedlam in mm -hmm. front of the facility. Opening up the doors does allow seem to allow some of the fire fangs to enter into the, the courtyard itself where they're met with very light resistance. Um, there's only a handful of various uh, virtual intelligences, similar colors mm -hmm. here and there that are immediately able to take on the brunt. And they do seem to, that does seem to have turned the tide to some extent, but for some reason, they were in the field and fighting before you guys opened the door, which was not the plan. Additionally, as you look around, one of the th things that bothers you is you know that there was su you're supposed to be able to control everything from here. Sure. That's that's the that's the, the point of this this hub, this core. But the top of this megastructure. There's just a gap in what you can see, what you can feel, what you can control. And you feel like there should be something allowing you up there, but you feel blocked almost. Mm. Like you just, you can't do anything there. You can't see anything there. You can feel it, but you can't actually do anything. Sure. One last thing you notice is those same sort of twitches that you were getting here and there before, you're getting a lot stronger now. Mm -hmm. And from what you can gather, there has to be hundreds, if not thousands of, or what, a, a, what that equivalently would be, mm -hmm. like uh, hundreds of thousands of people um, moving around, touching all of these, these various things, manufacturing, mining all over the place. And in this moment that you're jacked in, you feel it almost slow down. And it very deliberately does something on the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh level. And it moves things in such an erratic manner that you take a notice to it. 
but you notice that it's trying to get some kind of message across. Mm-hmm. It first moves some kind of seismic device, and then it moves an incubator on another, and you immediately start to see the first letter of each of the things that it's moving. And it spells out sister. And that is where we'll end today's episode. Oh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Great. No, no. They turned it, it wasn't just shitty people. Maybe. <laughs> Yay. Maybe. They turned the tower into a democracy. Seven. <laughs> the, the, the seventh, who was, was the question mark? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. So it was a question. So it was a character. Just, uh, sister. <laughs> I think it should have been sister. 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 sister.